Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Lauren. And I'm Jen. And our nightcap is Holly Jolly Eggnog, which is bourbon spiked eggnog because nothing gets you more jolly than a good, stiff Christmas classic wrapped up in a warm blankie of strong ass bourbon to help drink away all the money you spent during the holidays. Cheers, Cheers Grinches. Oh, it's Christmas, everybody. And welcome back. We are having Michael Rosenbaum in the studio for our third round because he is our favorite stocking stuffer. We are so excited. You might know Michael as uh, an American film and TV actor, producer, and comedian. He's known Why do we always say American? Because you want to make sure people know you're not German. <laughs> so, yeah, just well, in case I got confused because of your He's really great accent. <laughs> You, we claim you as an American. I appreciate that. You're so, ours, or you could be an alien of some sort. But you, you did play Lex Luthor, so yeah, I did do that. And you, know. you were in Sorority Boys, I wasn't and mad. you are also noted by TV Guide as uh, one of the best villains of all time. Nastiest, actually. You guys read really well. Not actually, because <laughs> uh, we missed a lot of words. Did you? Did you mess up some of the words? I think it's well, improv. Is well, what you're did. making it your own. It's my old it's, acting coach used to say. That's true. We're, we're and it's always complicated, so we just always you got that in there. True story. True story. Uh huh. So uh, you also now do a podcast. Yeah, are you guys going to take credit for that? Uh, yeah, because you were so excited by your experience on our show. It's not untrue. Really? I, I, I saw how much fun you guys were having, how much fun I had, and a few of my other friends that were doing it. And I said, you know, I started thinking about it. And, like, you know, Bobby Lee, he's a comedian. Yeah, totally. Kind of funny Asian guy, great. Uh, but he was like, Rosamond, why don't you have your own podcast? I, said, I don't know. And then people started telling me that. So I started to believe the hype. And I was like, eh, why not? No one's going to listen to it. I had this fear that no one would listen. But they go to your movies and they like listen to well, your stand up. I mean, I'm not like I'm not a big star or anything, so it's like you never know what people listen to. You know, people's attention span is different. You know, True. it's like I was on the show right before social media hit Smallville, but, but you're also on Impastor. I was that got canceled in December. Thanks so for bringing sorry. that up. Wait, like no, it's okay. December, though. like the month we're in. Last December, yeah. It does. Yeah, yes. yeah. You didn't even know that, or I thought you guys were avid watchers. Oh, excuse me, I knew it, and so did you. You, you just did. Forgot. You I forget a lot of things. That's all right. It's the eggnog, Michael. Yes, thank you, Lauren, for uh, making us some. She didn't care about my gluten allergy. She just nope. filled up that whiskey and that that said, and I drink your fed you. I said, <laughs> I, I said, Shelby, drink your juice. It's fucking Christmas, everyone. Mm. You are having eggnog. I don't give a shit about your dumb. I'm drinking gluten it right now. Plus, what do you What do you think you're going to eat today on Christmas? If not all the eat shit today, yeah, yeah. Christmas. It's, yeah, today's Christmas. Um, yeah, you have to eat. All the things. Whatever you want to eat. It's what do you, Christmas. What do you normally eat on Christmas, being Jewish? And um, you know, I'm not, you know, you say Jewish, but when I say, you know, there's an ish at the end. Well, you also have a ah! book that's on your couch called Judaism for Dummies. Yes, I'm a dummy. Dad? I really don't know a lot about my religion. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, um, it's just, it's tough. I just, I, I love, like being a Jew, like I was born into a, you know, a lot of New Yorkers. Like, there was Jewishness, Jew, Jewish. Jewish-ishness. <laughs> There's just a lot of, uh, you know, it was around us and we had Seder dinners and, you know, but I just, we moved to Indiana. My dad didn't like the rabbi there and that was it when I was like a young kid, like young. So we never really celebrated the holidays. So I'm a Jew, but I'm not really, I think I'm a combination of a lot of things. 
but did you guys have a Christmas tree then after your dad was like, no, no rabbi? Yeah, like my, about my dad, they were always very liberal. They always, you know, had a Christmas tree and we had a menorah as well. Oh, you know, you know what a menorah nice. is, right, Lauren? Yes, I know what a menorah is. She's Jewish too. I come stuck from with the me. Bay Area and I am, have been around a vast amount of people. Best. Jews in particular. Jews, Asians, black people, Mexicans. Black people for Jews, sure. Jews, Asians, black people. <laughs> Um, mm -hmm. all of the people and a lot of Italians, which is what I am. We're all one. We are all one. Mm -hmm. We are. It's Christmas. Especially it's, on this Christmas day. It's a lovely day. day. Can you tell them where we are right now? Oh, we we're are close. inside your studio. We're inside of you. Oh, you're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell people, if they don't already know, where they can find well, if you guys, you know, if you guys want to listen to a new show, it's called Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. And... You know, it's really one-on-one -on -one with an actor or a singer or, you know, an athlete. And really, a lot of these people I know, the celebrities or whatever. Like Tara Lipinski? But I don't really, yes, but I don't really know them. And so I try to act as if I was uh, someone listening for the first time going, who are these people? So it becomes very interesting getting to know how someone, where they started, how they become, how they became what, you know, what they became. And so it also becomes therapy for me. So honestly, Wait, I, how that, does it turn that was therapy well. That, that was inadvertent. I, I didn't try. The show was never about hey, it's going to be therapy for me, but it instantly became that because I would talk to somebody. I go, well, how do you do that? How do you have enough courage to do that? Did you ever get anxiety? Did you ever get this? Oh, I got that. How about this? And then I start to want to ask them questions because of my insecurities and my problems, and then it becomes so. It's really inside of you. Interesting. It's it is. It's and all, them. Yeah, and I'm going to have an episode where my brother interviews me because he really knows me so we're going to talk about that. childhood and fucked upness and um you can swear on your show right yes totally but so we've got great guests tom welling um henry winkler uh, athletes luke robitaille president of the kings we've had tara lipinski we've had you know nick swartz and eli roth didn't you have tom arnold Jimmy Bus, tom arnold yeah. so it's a lot of fun so we're just uh of course we have a big deal coming up so we're gonna merge i can't say with who but um stay tuned for that guy yeah it's fun inside of you Check yeah. it out. I think you'll so like it. you know when you listen to Inside of You, you know that you're getting when you start to really dissect where Michael's questions are coming from. Now you know it's coming from in his psyche. Everything that he asks, it's for you, but it's also for him. And I think it's for all of us because I ask questions that I think we all get a little anxiety. Yeah. We all get negative thoughts in our head which control us sometimes. And we're like, well, why don't we just look at the positive things? And so I like to ask these people who have become incredibly successful. It makes me feel better knowing that they're not superhuman. Mm -hmm. So when I hear them say, oh, my God, like Chris Hardwick was just on the show, and he was like, horrible anxiety. I, I couldn't control it. I, I drank my face off. And he was an alcoholic. And I'm like, well, how did you overcome it? And he, you know, he starts talking about therapy. He starts talking about meditation. He starts talking about things that help him. And that, in essence helps us doesn't yeah. it it helps the listener well, it helps you me feel like you're not alone in your i feel like i'm this or i'm not enough or whatever it is and i think that you tapped into something that you may not realize but i know you're probably not a trained host but jen and right. i jen and i met in a hosting <laughs> but class. we are in we case you weren't class. we did yeah. a hosting class and whilst it is something that is you're either good at or not we actually do have like a background and i think we also happened to naturally tap into something that we liked anyway but 
the the one of the most important rules of being a host is to be the the eyes and ears of the audience. So you're supposed to be representing them. So for you to so be that, in, I didn't do that on purpose. You did well. You did it accidentally, but that's one of the like first and foremost rules. And the best hosts are always the most relatable ones. And you're saying, I just want to hear you say that. Like I can relate to that. So yeah. you're already doing everything right. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, I, I think it's when people listen, what you, they'll take away is something that's they don't. I think when they look at Hollywood and you know, it's just a bunch of people who go, oh, wow, he's in big movies. And it's larger than life. It's larger so than life. You like, like bringing these are, people these back are, down to earth. These aren't real people. And but, but 10 minutes in, I start to get into like, you know, how they did these things and what adversity they faced. And like, you start to see they become themselves more. You know, at first it feels like I think an interrogation. And I don't try to do that because that's not what you're supposed to do as a host. But I think you start to talk and then they forget the, there's a microphone there. Right. Yeah. And then what you hope is that they, you really get in there. You really get inside. You do. And so it's cool. I, I, I never thought like it would, you know, I, I honestly was nervous. I had an anxiety attack thinking, oh my God, it's going to be embarrassing. Like 10 people listen to this. And so, but now it's been, it's been great. I'm like, wow, we're getting thousands and thousands and thousands of people. This is cool. And people are, and I see the comments. I actually read the comments and I go in there and I go, oh my God, thank you so much for thinking that like, dude, it's like a, people just really get excited about it. So we have a nice little following. So it's all about. I enjoy it. I think that's the first thing I have to tell you this. It's the first thing I really enjoyed in a while. How do you, I, why? Oh, why is that? I think people assume that, you know, you're successful, you're an actor, you've done tons of shit and you've done tons of look at your life and they think you're just happy. But sometimes you tap into something that you really didn't expect to tap into, like the, the podcast world. And I was like, eh, it's not me. And the Except the that when you've come on our show, you like steal yeah. the show and you're great at it. You yeah, actually have the time of your life. Well, usually, actually, what you do is you hijack the questions and you turn <laughs> it around on us. And I love you, that. Yes, you always I are interviewing that. us. Yes. So I think you were really meant to do it. Well, I appreciate it. I, I, I love doing it. It actually makes me happy. It's easy. I record in my house. Mm -hmm. And if you could be successful at something that you actually wake up going, hey, I want to go to work. I want to, I want to, who am I going to meet today? What am I going to learn from them? And I get nervous like when I don't know Jimmy Connors, the great tennis player. He was like one of the best, my favorite. And he came to my house and I never met him. And I was so nervous. And I told him the first minute, I'm like, I'm really nervous. That <laughs> helps too. I think that helps. It was, it yeah. It people yeah. too. Like, and then I became myself. I said, you have amazing legs. I always <laughs> noticed. Seriously, you had the best legs in any, in any professional sport. And he goes, well, thank you, Michael. <laughs> he was just kind of like taking it back. But then we... Then we hit it off. So but yeah, then you have to try and just be you in those moments too. Yeah. And that's like, yeah, just admitting I'm nervous or I'm having fun right now or whatever it is, it helps. Well, how so, is that for you though? Because so for every other thing you do, you play someone else where you're, you're in a role directing, you know, like you are director hat or your comedian hat or, or your producer. actor. Right. And so you're always doing something that is outside of yourself. Yeah. Here you are going inside of yourself and being yourself. That's, that's true. It's true. It's usually like you're, reading lines that someone wrote sometimes or you're writing something based on you know what you want to sell and like notes given to you and and this is something that just is you don't really you have an idea of like the things you're going to talk about but you kind of do a little research so you don't look like a complete idiot yeah like we have an eight page outline but we haven't really read any of it yeah you know what's funny is i always print out a whole bunch of stuff i spend like an hour or two like and you know working on stuff and go oh this 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 and then i start at the point where i go well take me back to whatever and then once they go back, it's like they start talking about, whoa, what about your dad? Was your dad a dick? Oh, my dad died. I'm like, 
oh my gosh, how was that? Dealing with a dead dad. <laughs> and then it goes off into these tangents and I go, oh, you know what, in my head, I'm like, I gotta get to this place. So yeah. let's move this along in a very sort of organic, organic way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just go, okay, so how did you get into acting? You weren't, you know, you were a little dick. You were like, weren't popular. And it just, it's fun. And you see like, I don't envy a lot of these people how they fought. To, look, we all have our own yeah. shit. I have my pain and my shit that I've gone through. You know, I was the smallest kid in my high school and didn't start puberty real late and couldn't get nailed in woodshop. And like, I just was not like, I was not a popular guy. So I think later in life, as I started to get girls or get more confidence, it was like one of these, it was just a, it was just very foreign to me. I think people were like, were you, were you, you're, you're pretty cool. Are you cool? I'm like, I'm not cool. Yeah. I've never been cool. I'm just so, uh, I guess off. I don't know. What's the word for me? How would you describe me? You're, you're unique. <laughs> Just like everyone else. That's what my mom said. <laughs> Don't say unique, special. But you're always you, always. I and think that that's is the thing. is never. You're never not. Even though there might be different levels and layers, you're always there's always a somebody who likes to have fun, someone who draws people in, and someone who is not afraid of attention. You might. Not I know. I know. I'm not going to knock it. I'm not, I've embraced it. I, I am a bit of an attention whore. I think with me though, and it, the thing with attention is I realize I make a lot of people happy. When I'm making people laugh, I love that. When I make yeah. people happy, I love that. You're like Santa. Sort of. Yes, I'm Santa. <laughs> You're like, give her a blast. Except for the gray pubes. I don't have those. Uh, not well, yet. Say you have gray pubes. No, Listen, no, you haven't yet. found one where single. Your mind went right away? Of course. The show pubes. is about sex, love, and relationships. So oh. pubes are part of that. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, just like, I, I always wanted to be the cool guy. And I just never was. So as much, the, the truth is, no matter how much you try to be someone else, you're always going to fall into who you really are. Yeah. And so if you're on a date or you meet some girl and you're like, oh, this guy's cool and you're acting all quiet. Why? Because it's going to come out and then that, the real you and then she's going to run. So I'm me. And if they so don't So do you run, fart on the first date? No, I probably don't fart on the first date. Okay, because you just did like two minutes ago. But okay. But we're not on a date. No, we're not on a date. You have a boyfriend. But also. Do you? Oh, so, yes, I do. But, yeah. But you still have the same boyfriend. Yes. Okay, and you don't. No. Are you single? Yeah. But it wouldn't matter, Michael. You would still fart. It doesn't matter. Yeah, farting doesn't. <laughs> and we're back. I don't discriminate. But no. that brings us to something. And since we're in your studio now, inside of you, we're yes. going to scare the shit out of you and say, we need to talk. As the motorcycle drives by, yes. that might have been Santa and his sleigh. Um, <laughs> we love bringing that up and scaring the shit out of our guests because it's like the last thing you want to hear when a girl looks at you and says, we need to talk. You don't scare me. Well, you should be. Because <laughs> our listeners reach out to us weekly and ask us questions and we try our best to answer. But we now try I'm to give them. You should be. We try and give them should the I? least yeah. amount of bullshit that we can give them. Yeah, we try I, give them I, our I honest try, answer. I will try. You know me. I okay. pretty much lay it down. So speaking yeah. of keeping things private or when do you let the real you out or when are you always you mm -hmm. nicole m from gansevoort new york asks how long into a relationship should i expect to be comfortable comfortable enough to do the things that are considered personal or private meaning like okay um if i start to like burp or fart or is it okay to like leave the bathroom door open when i pee or like those personal things that you sort of like keep buttoned up like when right. do you think that's okay to start doing those when are things? you a little less polite well, the quicker you do it, the less time you have to waste in terms of like bullshit. So let me try to articulate that a little better. So 
if you don't hold back and you're just you, someone eventually is going to love you for you. And if you happen to be someone who, you know, happens to let out a fart intermittently, <laughs> if you happen to. I feel to, like you push them out. If you, maybe, maybe. Well, you, I, I, well, you know what? I read an article when I was 15 and it said, those people that let the fart out right when it comes are a lot healthier than the people who hold it in and get bloated. And it's really, it's really bad for you. Are you going to burp? Uh, yes. <laughs> it's really bad for you. That wasn't fake. That was real. I, we saw um, you go through that. But I, I really feel like why it's what I was just talking about. The real you is going to come through. So if you're someone who's private, who doesn't burp, who doesn't fart, then, then who cares? That's who you are. You're private. But if you're someone who goes, I can't wait to burp in front of this guy. Oh, my God. What is he going to think of me? Well, fuck who he, what he thinks. Yeah. You're just going to have to do it. If he thinks you're cute enough and pretty enough and worth it, then he's sticking around. If not, he's not worth it. It's that's just the yeah, that's Agreed. I, I think my ex girlfriend and I dated for a year. I mean, I farted. I did fart the first time I met her, but it was a camp. It was a summer camp, an adult <laughs> summer camp. And we weren't dating at this point. So we're all hanging out with a bunch of friends. And I just like, and she's like, oh, my God. I'm like, whoa, sorry. <laughs> and in a weird way, I think she was kind of attracted to the fact that I was just like fun and Didn't like care. I had yeah. a boyish quality about me, maybe. Some people think I'm immature and stupid and, you know, you know, I'm not worth their time and they'll have your boring lives. Yeah, I think the quicker you can get to be comfortable with somebody, the better. And you can figure out if you can be comfortable with them because otherwise, like, you are putting on a show. Do you, you fart? Can... Do you fart in front of boys? Not in front of them. Never? No. You'll never fart in front of a guy. I, it may be if an accident, you dated me, but... would you fart? Probably not, unless it was an accident. Have you accidentally farted and recognized it and said something about oh, it? Oh, yeah. You <laughs> have. Probably turned bright red and like ran and hit. Did they laugh? Yeah, of course. I laugh first because it's funny, but also it's like super embarrassing. Right. Do you fart in front of James? My boyfriend is like lit like you. He farts. All the time. He's and he'll fart. be like, hey, no, he'll be like, hey, guess what? And then I'll be like, what? And then he'll let out the loudest fart ever and be like, they said to say hi. And I'm like, you're, and he gets me every time. How do you feel about it? I laugh. I think so it's fucking it. hysterical. It's part of him. It's endearing. It's a quality in James. I will not do it in front of him, but he is hysterical. And that makes me like die laughing. Yeah. I, you know, I'm an odd guy though. I'm just, I'm really odd in the, in, in the sense that I sort of just, the one thing I don't get nervous about is meeting parents or not being my, like I will always be myself around a girl. I meet her parents, so I get nervous. I'm like, hell no, I'm not nervous. Yeah, I don't get nervous to meet I get nervous either. out of all the, the other things, but the stuff like What's that. What's the other stuff? I don't know, just Making like. Making sex for the first time, does that make you nervous? Yeah, fuck yeah. Really? Why? Why? Well, now I'm 45, so it's like. Are you afraid you're not going to get it up? Uh, well, no, thanks for putting that in my head. No, <laughs> I'm just saying. I can't have not sure, the first time it's nerves, you want it to be of pretty course. good, so she. You know, they, they want, maybe they'll come back for more. Yeah, but Michael, <laughs> but, you know the first time is not really that great for anybody. Yeah, so it's actually not really great. Great. Yeah. No I, matter what. I think, you know, it's like, the you know, the first time. It's awkward a little bit. It's, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be awkward, but I don't know. It's, I, like my ex-girlfriend, the first time we had sex, it was fantastic. Oh, really? Quick, but fantastic. <laughs> that's and, how and good I was. I just think that, what? I said that's how good it was. Isn't that how you usually, you know, but I was lucky. It's one of those things that I was just, you know, it didn't take that, the person to, that long to, you know. Oh, so you were fine then finishing your Yes, spot. I'm not selfish. I really want, like, unless it's one of those things where you're like, oh my God, will you please come? Yeah, like <laughs> almost every woman. <laughs> is it really most women? No, I'm just saying also, okay, maybe this is just me, but like, I am not on the like, the party of like, 
yeah, let's have sex for hours. Like after a certain no, amount of time, hours. Like, this doesn't, it's kind of starting to hurt. Like this is great, but like, I don't know if you're concentrating on the fucking football game or what, but like do your fucking thing. Cause like, we're already there. And like, there's only so many times we could do this for this long. It's like being, this is what I liken it to. It's like going to a fucking music festival. I am fine watching a concert for like three hours tops. So after like fucking eight no fucking that. hours of the same thing, you're like, nobody can yeah. entertain me that long. Like, and by I'm the way, it's enough. like, a, you know what? You're talking like, a, you don't want to be fucked like a fish concert with this, the same song playing for <laughs> yeah, hours. Yes, exactly. And I'm like, change chords! <laughs> Will you please change chords, fish? Yes. But also, I think in my new old age, I'm almost 33. Uh, or so no, old. I am 33 at Are this point. Are you 33? Um, You're yeah. still young. Thank still you. Young. However, I need my sleep and I cherish it more than anything else. Like, I will schedule my sleep. Yeah. I will melatonin the shit out of myself so I get enough sleep. So if somebody wants to keep me up for sex, I'm like, let's make this quick because I have eight hours of sleep. Let me future. ask you this. <laughs> Let me ask you this. What is, and be honest, don't fuck around with the guests right now. Hey, buddy, it's my dog. Hi, Bobby. Merry Christmas. Merry Hanukkah. <laughs> Let me ask you guys a serious question. I don't want you to bullshit me. Yeah, yeah. I don't want you to, like, whatever comes to mind, really, okay. what is your idea of good from foreplay, kissing and foreplay to sex? Let's start with that question. What's good? What's a good time period? What's and a I'll good give, time period? I'll give you mine. Oh, God. I, you know, I think I might be bad at gauging it, but what comes to my mind right now is, like, 30, 40 minutes. That is exceptionally long. I was going to say it. That that's seems like a, too Maybe long. that's too like, long. Yeah, maybe 30. Um, I'd say, you know, if you're getting, you know, I. From, from soup to nuts, 30 minutes. I think from the first kiss, and it's weird because once you start dating, you have fun. Sometimes you want to just go right after right. it and get in there. Right? Yeah. So I'd say anywhere from seven to 15 <laughs> minutes. Maybe 20. I'll go 15, 20. Okay, so there you go. Yeah. But seven sometimes can be great. Yeah. Seven can be like, oh my God, oh my God, and it's just really intense, and everybody's happy, and then boom, it's done. You're like, whoa, totally. I've done that. And then I've done the 15 years, the 20 years. Yeah. When I'm really like feeling confident. What does that mean? You're like, well, you know, you it's like out? 45. It's like, you know, I've got some back issues and stuff. It's like, yeah. I don't want to, oh I don't want to hurt myself. I, I don't want to run sprints right when I get out in the field. I want to like, Hey, let me have a jog. Let me do a few, couple of knee, <laughs> knee drags. I did something this. the other night because I have a boyfriend, so we have sex. And I wasn't even doing, well. Twice a week. Yeah, or at least that, yeah. Okay. And I was doing something that wasn't even crazy, and I moved, and I was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> this is horrible. I My back was, like, arched, and I went to move, and, like, you know how, like, if you're on the beach and girl, this happens to girls more, and you're like on your elbows reading a magazine on your stomach, and you're like, you know, your back is up right. like that. And, yeah, then, pain. and then you go to move, and you're like, oh my God, it was ah, my back, it was that. It was that. I was, was like, like a muscle. Did you sex? I called myself out. I was like, oh, hold on a second. Ow. And then I was like, yeah, that's But he, he, he finished. Sexy. No. He finished. He didn't stop. No, no, no. I mean, it wasn't the, <laughs> it wasn't the laying there. Are you okay? Yes, but no. If you just get off me. No, it was like a transitional owl and then back into the thing. It was seamless, but I called myself out. 45 minutes, man. That just seems I didn't like, say 45. I said 30 to 40, but I'm also bad at gauging time. Like, I don't yeah, watch the clock. Who's, like, timing it? And I, I, I bet it's a lot less. I mean, it probably is a lot It's probably 22 minutes. Trust me. No, I it feels, know. sometimes it feels, like, forever. Yeah, though. and then. I've done that before. I've actually done, man, we must have done it forever. And then I'm like, 20 minutes. <laughs> something, something's off. 
Irv, go check out the clock downstairs. <laughs> There's no way is. that was too good. It was too intense. It felt like we had been going for a, quite a while there. Okay, but you don't need to have sex forever. Like, no. why does no. Steam want to have tantric sex? Like, that does not have fun for me. They've been together for so long, they need new shit to do. What is, what is exactly tantric? They have sex for hours. It's like a meditative sex. It's like holding it. And I like that intensifies But you can stay hard for hours? Apparently, Steam can. Or at least inside her, I'm and sorry. I feel like this is something maybe you I should. Bet, I, I, sorry, bet he, I, I bet he's got a Viagra enough or something. I maybe, don't even yeah, care but about talk about sting. I'm sorry, but your vagina hurts after a while. Oh, that's where you're going with that. I'm like, that yeah, stings. You know. And also, I feel like if you hurt your vagina, then it ruins the next time. Like, why not just like pace yourself and not really? Uh, Do you ever feel like this too? Hey, I'm not in the mood, but just, I'm going to turn over yes. right now. Just put it in. Go, yeah. Just go yeah, of course. Go quickly. Yeah. Get it yeah. Especially after, like, a big meal. <laughs> yeah. Really? That's the last time I want to have sex. <laughs> You're like, if you really want to do this, go ahead. I don't fucking care. Yeah. Do what I you need you. to do. I hear like, you. right now, it's for you. I'll just be here. Well, uh, you <laughs> know, the thing is, I haven't had sex a lot. And honestly, I'm not going to say it. Just very, not a lot. <laughs> what do you I mean, mean? Like, recently? or in not, I mean, I just haven't. I just haven't but had... But, like, of late, or...? I uh, just, since, like, July, it's, like, been, like... Wait, not, why? Are you single now? What is I mean... The, what's your relationship? Yes, like? I'm single. I broke up in... in July. <laughs> 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 and uh, I just haven't had a lot of... Um, I've been busy and things like that, but I'm... It's, it sort of gets to a point where you get a little scared. You're like, okay, you start to talk to someone. You're like, hey, you know, when's this gonna happen? And... You get you know a place where you're really comfortable having sex with somebody, and all of a sudden yeah. now you're not having sex with them anymore, and now you have to venture out and and you know. And I'm looking for I want to be with somebody. I'm like that, I think that's part of it. It's like, and I'm I'm too picky. I think now where I wasn't as picky in my younger years. So what are you so, looking for at this point? Uh, I just want to be. I honestly just want to be like attracted to someone and just go. I, it's hard to look. You want to have that immediate wow i'm yeah. looking at jen right now <laughs> talking to her but i'm actually no but you want to have that immediate like uh i'm just really attracted to you and that kind of thing is just there and it's physical and when you everything just when you're talking it's just as like it bounces back it's easy i don't want people to be like me i want them to be a little quieter than me <laughs> yeah. um well you, you but also i, I need someone who's really like doesn't want to be the center of attention. So like, would you date an actor or no? I don't. I don't. Not all actors are like that. Right. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, look. You've I, dated actresses. Before. I have. My ex was not an actress, and she was awesome. But you know, I'm not going to label date people based on what they do. If I meet somebody and they're just like, "Wow, this is great," and we're, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm at the right place. It just has to be the right person. So I put a lot of pressure on myself when I meet somebody, like going, uh, "Okay, I've been talking to you for a while, but nothing's happened." Like. Are you gonna get mad? I don't. I, <laughs> yeah, and you don't you're like feel like you're forcing something or yeah. not doing the right thing, or you want it to just feel natural and good all the time. But you have to understand too that meeting somebody and going through the motions of getting that close to somebody, there's going to be awkward moments. There's going to be moments of like, oh, maybe that did feel a little pushed, or maybe that doesn't feel as natural as I want. So don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah, because you're getting so intimately close with somebody that it's hard to like navigate through that so seamlessly at every moment there's going to be bumps in the road how forgiving are women when you I not think, not 
I'm not. I have forgiven you are if you have sex with a guy and you're like, wow, he's really cute. I really like him. He's really a lot of fun. And maybe the first couple times he's just not great with that. But you give him more chances. Are you? Oh, are sexually? you? Are you? You're not, Jen. Well, I'll tell you why. Because I don't think I would get to that point at this point. Like I don't want someone to even like look my way if I'm not interested in them. No, I mean if so, you're really interested in someone, you really like them. You've then waited a I while. Think, How soon do we have sex? Okay, well that now it's a while. You wait. Yeah. Because I I feel like it's like stranger danger. I'm like I don't want you like up in all of inside this inside of you inside of me. I don't even want you in my house or in my bed. I don't want to wake up next to you unless, like, I really like you. So like, if you really I have routines, like him, I got my dog. We yeah, have, like, okay. walks and if you, stuff. If you're going out with this guy for a while, yeah. how, how long is that? Like, maybe, like, six dates? Yeah. Okay, six dates. Yeah, or, totally Let's go agree. six to eight dates. Six to eight dates. You're enjoying this guy, and then finally you have sex, and it's not great. But you were so into him. Do you let it go? Or do you just go, fuck this guy? That's kind of oh. shallow. It, it, I don't know. Like a girl, it's, it's, it's different for it's different for a guy though. It's different for a guy. Yeah, that's not true. What? <laughs> because girls can be bad in bed too. Well, not bad. I mean, hold on. Why is it different for a guy? You're saying you're more forgiving than what we think, or no, no. well, I don't know. What Explain do you yourself. <laughs> well, I think I, I think I don't want to sound chauvinistic here. Same question. But I think you. it's I think it's easier for a woman to perform or act like she's performing well than it is for a guy to like a guy can't fake it you've got to be on yeah you know you, you you don't if you're not on it's not happening yeah right. as a woman you know that you don't have to have that you know. so if right. you go out with a girl for six to eight dates and you really like her everything feels organic and you make sex and it's not that great well no i've already if i've already made by that point you've already made out with her you've seen her boobies maybe <laughs> Maybe, you know, things have happened. So you should know each other pretty well that when you decide to have sex, it should be sort of like... But what if it's not? Do you forget? Well, I, yeah, I do think, you do it again and again and see if it gets better? I, I think I would. I've, I've actually, I dated a girl a long time ago, but I remember, yeah, I remember I had sex and it just wasn't great. And I was like, I like her. I don't care. I'm going to do it again. And I do it again and I was like, wow, that wasn't... Their teeth are getting away again. <laughs> oh my! No, kissing wise. Okay. Okay, sexually. I don't know. I just, and then I just eventually was like, man, it's just not work. We're not, not we're vibing. Not, we're not vibing. The sex isn't good, but I like this person. Well, maybe that's just chemistry, and maybe you're better as friends. Chemistry, maybe. Well, sometimes there's different types of chemistry. There's like emotional chemistry. There's sexual chemistry. If that doesn't, if some of the main ones aren't happening, then it's not going to probably work out. You want those main ones. I have a thing about people's smells. Like, yeah. some guys smell like a grandpa. Smelling. Okay, you smell really good, and you just worked out. Yeah, it was a light workout. Let me see. <laughs> oh, yeah, you have a good skin smell. Yeah. yeah. Well, so... you uh, shower. That's good. Yeah, but also, it. some people's natural smell yeah. is, like, repulsive. Really? I didn't know that that could Oh, happen. yeah, it's like a... I know, I know. I'm a breath. I'm a breath person. Yeah. yeah. Floss. Have fresh breath. I want to kiss you and feel like I just landed in Antarctica. Well, we brought you some presents. Yeah. We one of them might make you feel that so way. So why don't you open this up? Because it's Christmas and we want. Why do you have to give me presents? Because it's Christmas. It's, as my Dave used to always, my friend Dave used to always say, it's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. Hi, Earth. This is wine. never too hungover. Feel great anytime. Boost. Yes. Does it really work? Uh, well, you'll try it this holiday season. 
Oh my gosh, Look, York peppermint patty. See, there's Arctic in your mouth. I love that. Mm -hmm. Thank it's for you. you. Hopefully it's gluten-free. And, and Oh, whatever. it's a little pig light. Yeah, uh, lighter. Oh my gosh, that's cute. You can light all your Hanukkah candles with that. I love this. This is adorable. Look at that. Yeah. You guys, you remember when I bought you guys? Uh, vibrators. Vibrators, yeah. yeah. I only bought you, bought you vibrator. Vibrator. <laughs> What are you putting that freaking eggnog, sister? Well, you know what's going on in Hollywood. So Bourbon. So really trying to. Jeez, oh, God, bro. yeah. Well, that's a shame. Wait, though. should we talk about that? Because I feel like, I mean, it's like that is, it's just getting, it just feels like every single day there's a new person. And I kind of, I feel like my question is, is these people are, these celebrities or producers or athletes or whatever they are, doing these things that are inappropriate, people are calling them out. But like, what about the people underneath that are involved? Like the enablers, the handlers, the people that set up the bringing the girl to the hotel agents. room. Or Even like, if you know, put the mean? lock on the desk, the Matt Lauer had like a button on his desk that like locked his door. So people were like trapped inside his office. And like, who installed that button? And did they not fucking ask, like, why are you trying to seal your yeah. door shut? Well, why didn't it go through proper protocol? Like, about, like, ah, you shouldn't have that. But you know what? Whether it's that or whatever, the true person, I think, come, it comes out who they are. Yeah. Like the power thing. So I'm not, I don't want to say anything, you know, bad about, you know, obviously, I mean, there's enough going around. We just, are we okay, buddy? But, I mean, look, it, it comes down to this sort of had to happen. It just had to happen. Because I think people's perception of, or just just being classier, being uh, a gentleman, being you know. I think it needed certain things needed to be dealt with. You yeah. know, people can't get away with certain things, and there's a lot of bad shit going on in Hollywood. There's a lot of bad shit going on everywhere. If you don't think there's some shit going on right now in Albuquerque, right? Or fucking, some, you know, there's yeah. always dark yeah. people, weird people, power people, power trips. Somebody working at the Moto Mart telling this girl that, hey, I'm your boss, and if you want to. And, you know, and they're, they're just bad people out there. And I think that are, they're obsessive people and there are, um, and so it is getting, it's, I, I don't want to say out of hand because then it says, you know, that it's, it's not real and it is real. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, but it, it, it is it, like a shit storm. It's, it's like a shit storm. But like, I always say, else. look, um, you know, with Twitter, I, I mean, look, we all tweet, we all do this stuff, but don't you think like Twitter in a way has become the national Enquirer? It's yeah. like, headlines, this happened. Headlines, this yeah. happened. Usually everybody's like, oh, and then a minute later, it's gone. It's fleeting. It's like, then there's the next thing. And it's hard to just kind of, it's like, oh my God, that person, that person. And it gets very convoluted. And then you think Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. What did he really do? And it's like. Well, it was in 1985. Some, some, and then I start thinking, did for something 40 years ago, did he rape a woman? No. No. Did he, what did he do? Like sexually harassed her, but like Did that what? also could involve anything. And Forty years ago, he said something, or he maybe touched I, I don't her. Know. Who really knows? Well, I, I, I'm not saying he's right for what he was doing, but there has to be a level of. I mean, you have to read. There has to be like a filtering process. I think. I for just like think what's you know, real and anybody could say anything. Anybody could say anything. Totally. Like Lauren that. could say Michael touched me the wrong way, and I told him not to. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, regardless of whether she's lying or not. It doesn't matter. You're fired from everything. If we yes. find out she's lying, okay, and you're like, I'm your best friend. He did it to me, too. So now there's two girls, right? Right. And if you do that to me and say I'm a bad guy, it doesn't matter if I'm innocent or guilty because my career's over. Right. Exactly. That's exactly. it. I'm just, you know. Your reputation like, is ruined. You only have one. And, and, that's and it. even, like, you know, it's like uh, the Danny Masterson thing that just yeah. happened. Yeah. It's just like, 
and I, and I knew Danny from years ago. I haven't seen him in a long time, but you know, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I don't really know him. You know, I, I didn't really hang with him, but then you hear one, two, three, four women. Yeah. And all these things happen. And he's emphatically sort of denying it and saying, you know, these allegations, not who I am. And this, and it's like, you know, he says, uh, presumed innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, Where's that? That's bullshit. That, I don't think that statement is ever true. Yeah, and I, it's, I definitely and don't think it's, it's not. True. You, what, what are we going to do? Wait for all the all this time to pass before someone's convicted or whatever? I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a very thin line. Very, it's just, it's a crazy time. So I think it's like, look, it's, it's very simple. Just respect people. Respect a woman, respect a man. Respect, you know, I've been on sets. There is a playfulness on set that you can't describe unless you're on the set and you're an actor and you're a producer or whatever. And, you know, horseplay and stuff where I'm on a show 10 months a year for seven years. And this is my family. And I've seen girls go out there and grab themselves and go, hey, guys. And, we, and I'm like, oh, my God. And then guys do things. And it's playful and it's all in good fun. And no one's – and now it's like, oh, my gosh. Nobody's allowed to do anything. Like well, However, and, though, the people that are, like, coming out with stories, it's like, Bill Cosby, like drugging people, and it's Matt Lauer trapping people in his See, that's the office. big thing. It's, it seems There's like a common thread, like, doesn't it? Yeah. It seems like it's a power trip. It's like these yeah. guys that, here's what I don't understand. It's like, it seems like it's this, for the most part, like 60 years old or 55 to like 65. It's like generational. It's this weird power thing, this yeah. generational thing. If you think about 80%, 90% of the people, right? Yeah. And, you know, and I worked with Kevin, and people were like, did you know he was gay? I was like, yeah, I kind of assumed it. Did he ever hit on you? I'm like, no. I was kind of a little upset that he <laughs> I was going to say, that. Kind of no, but he, you know, he never did. And I never saw that. I just saw this fun guy. But I didn't know what his real personal life was. I didn't know what was happening. You know, like the whole thing that came out with, what's his name? The 14-year-old yeah. Anthony yeah. Pratt. And then when he came out, it was just like, you're going to come out when you say, I don't remember it that way. Or look, I always say like, if, if you're innocent, you just say, fuck off. Yeah. Like, fuck you. You're fucking wrong. This never fucking happened. Right. But when you're starting to say like, Oh, I don't really remember what. Yeah. That's why, you know, I think it's, don't put yourself in precarious situations. If you're going to have a drink or two, know that you're not the kind of drinker that blacks out. Right. Right. There's some people that I'm like, do you remember what you did last night? No, then you fucking shouldn't drink. Well, don't right. put yourself in these situations and don't take advantage of people that are in these situations. I agree. And we always, I always say that as a woman, I was taught at a young age to like, you know, protect myself or whether you're a man, I'm just saying I personally happen to be a woman. So, and I don't know that it's okay. Just because uh, you're Russell Simmons, you're a strange man. I'm not going to go to ho a hotel room with right. a strange man. I agree. I'm sorry. I'm not saying you deserve to be mistreated or raped or touched in a way or harassed or whatever it is. I'm just saying, don't fucking go to a hotel room. Don't go to a hotel room with anyone you don't know. Exactly. That you don't really know. Well, here's the thing, too. I mean, that doesn't give Russell someone Simmons. the right to no, do it. No, it does. And that's that story specifically. Like, she like was a re repeat offender with yeah. like Brett Ratner also and like called them and like had their Gave numbers their and numbers. it was like not yeah. one time it was multiple times and 
at that's, some point you have to sort of assume, well, were you a groupie? Did you want to be that's like what I'm saying? I think people need to take responsibility on all levels. What it's not wrong, it's not right to treat people and mistreat people and make them feel uncomfortable and do disrespectful things. But we all the way down to the fam level, everybody needs to take a level of responsibility for enabling people in powerful situations to feel mm. like they can do whatever the fuck they want and it's okay because they're yeah. celebrated, because they're a celebrity, because you think you know them or you say, oh, I love I love Michael Rosenbaum. You don't know Michael Rosenbaum. Right. So don't say that you love him. You don't know him. Like there's on some level all the way down to the fan, people make these people feel like they can get away with murder. Right. And so they do. And people in powerful situations in industries like Hollywood that are run by sex, it's a bad, bad recipe for disaster. Well, it's really run by money. So it allows sex for and sex money. To exactly, happen. exactly. But also, like I can't, there's one thing I just can't wrap my head around. A lot of these guys, it's a common thing that they have a woman come to their hotel room or their office and close the door and they're already hard jerking off. Yeah. And, or coming in a plant or on a like chair. Like, what's exposing themselves no, no, no. about? But what is that? But not even that. <laughs> I, I don't know about you. I'm a guy, okay? And if I asked most of my friends, probably all of them, and I said, I don't know about you guys, but I only get hard when I'm with a girl who's into me, A, B, we're making out, and it takes a few minutes to get going. <laughs> but to be instantly hard with a woman who just, it's a power weird fucking thing yeah. that I can't put my finger on, and I'm like, that's a different breed. There's something off and fucked with that person. And that is a fucking, like, even Louis C.K., I don't know him, I don't know him for anything, and he apologized, and like, they came up to my room, and I said, hey, I'm gonna jerk off now. And I just, it's I, in, in his in office. To do that. Yeah. Right, like why do I that? I don't know, man. It's just like a fucked up, like I would never think of doing that. Yeah. Right. I would never think of just like. Because hopefully we don't hear about you, you on the show. Because you're a man and the psychology and science behind what turns you on and how it all works. That's exactly that's right. A, that's that's what point. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Well, because it's a mental thing. So obviously they're screwed up mentally. So do you think they're going to throw all of these kinds of guys into some sort of rehab? Like, they're going to come out and be clean? It's, like, going to, like, a rebirth? Yeah. I, well, look at this. This is They're, a, like, born this again. Is, I can't yeah. even believe Sex this. Offenders. I hate to say this, but I'm just going to say it. But it's, like, you know, the Mel Gibson. And Mel I Gibson, did, Mel Gibson didn't do anything sexual, I don't think. Maybe did. I don't know. Maybe he just verbally no. harassed a police officer. Okay. He verbally harassed a police officer. He verbally harassed a police He verbally abused his wife. Yeah. I don't know what else he did. But it just wasn't a good thing, right? No. no. Like, it came out. It was really ugly. It wasn't just... And somebody like Will Ferrell, who I idolize, who I love, and as a lead in the movie, puts Mel Gibson as one of the fathers. Yeah. As one of the dads. Yeah. I'm like, you have to make a movie. You need, you need to do that. Right. You need to put this guy in the movie. Like, there's a lot of other people out there. And this is the guy you choose. You've made billions of dollars. Yeah. Why? Why? It just kind of baffles me. And yes, there are a lot of second chances in Hollywood. There are a but lot also, of people want to see the underdog. You know, you do fucking 100... You know, you do 10 years of heroin and coke and, and you're just a monster and you hit somebody in a DUI and somehow you come back and everybody's cheering for you. Hey, you made it. How about the guys who never, that shit never happens. How about the guys like, hey, I don't get the DUIs. I'm not a heroin addict. I don't I'm get the drugs. Person. I guess I'm just not interesting enough. I got to do something that just shocks everybody so I have a fucking career. Yeah. Well, that's part of the... Part of the intrigue with these people, that's it. I mean, there's a reason why there's second chances. There's a reason why, you know, 
Chris Brown still sells shows. Well, because, okay, here's the question. At what point do we draw the line between their personal life and their career? Because, for instance, in Hollywood right now, everyone is getting fired, like, upon impact. So, like, Danny Masterson fired, Matt Lauer fired. Like, it's not like we're going to look into this and do an investigation. They're going to be suspended. They're fired. Kevin Spacey's done. So So, the point is, is that, well, maybe because Mel Gibson just verbally assaulted somebody instead of physically assaulted somebody. He's a hero. Well, he's not a hero necessarily, but in his personal life, he might be an anti-Semite, but he's not physically abusing anybody. So how does that even affect him making movies? Yeah. It doesn't. It's just a preference. People forget because I also People think forget really People quickly. forget. And I also think, you know, these people do, they're, you know, on this pedestal. They live a life that you think you know. You don't really know what they're doing. And then they're this persona. They're, you know, a buddy and, and pastor or they're, I hope you know. You, I wanted you to say the elf. Or, oh, or Buddy, yeah, the, or yeah. Buddy the Elf. I'm just saying. So then you also know when you go to see Louis C.K. do stand-up or you go to see, you know, Michael in Sorority Boys or whatever it is, that you're separating them from who they really are because you're you're suspending your disbelief for the art. So then you also are now separating them mentally. Right, like, right. okay, well, no, it's right. just, I'm just listening to him saying. I don't like him. I just love his acting. Exactly. Okay, well, I have that. to say. But by the way, how... And I think also, let's not forget that people make mistakes. Yes. People do make mistakes, and sometimes... But what do you consider a mistake? Something that happens once or repeatedly? If you, if you got into a DUI, you're you know you're you're not a bad person. What if you, you have get multiple four DUIs? DUIs right. You're a fucked up idiot. Okay, and if you, you know? what if you're Dustin Hoffman and that happened one time in 1985? Do I think I don't know exactly what happened? But right. if I do, I say, oh my god, Dustin Hoffman is the Antichrist. He's bad. If he grabs someone's butt, and maybe it was playful, and maybe she grabbed his before. I don't I don't know what happened. Exactly. Yeah. But is he the worst human being in the like, world? Is he there are levels Bill of that. There are, no. level, there are levels there are of that. Levels. And there are also levels of, like, I have plenty of girlfriends who are like, that guy's disgusting because he sleeps with, like, everybody. And I'm like, I don't think that's disgusting. It's not. That no. doesn't offend me. If he's single, then who cares? But that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. some well, people, people are, so but judgmental. some people right. are offended by things. If you grabbed my ass, I wouldn't be like, Michael. That's where I wouldn't care. That wouldn't offend me personally. Well, I don't find yeah. it disrespectful. Of course. I trust but I know you. you. I know, and saying, by the way, you have a boyfriend. So I would... But it doesn't matter. Some Jen? people some people might, even if they had a boyfriend or knew a guy, that action might be disrespectful or offensive. Well, especially if you didn't know them and I grabbed someone's but I didn't know. You know I know, okay, but I'm saying I wouldn't be offended by a friend or somebody I knew okay. doing that to That's me. Different. My, I, my ass has been grabbed by an actor who didn't know me, and I thought it was funny. I was alone in a bar with him and two of his friends after hours dancing and drinking and he grabbed my ass and my friends and guess right. what? We sh- that's what the position we were in right. and it didn't offend you me. You didn't feel threatened. I could a million percent call this A-list actor out and be like he was he grabbed my ass. two drunk girls in a bar and Not grabbed me. my ass and I'm like I don't fucking care. It wasn't a big deal. Well I think here's right. the difference between like you not caring. It's, it's only harassment if you don't want it that's to happen. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So but how, oh, sometimes test the water with everybody and be like, "Do you want me to grab your ass? Do you want me to grab your that's ass?" That's where it's gray because if you don't want somebody to be grabbing your ass, potentially don't go to a fucking strange person's hotel room or close yourself in a room with them. If you know what you're doing, don't fucking do it. Well, you know what? I gotta say that I, I'm, I'm being honest with you. Not to my recollection in my life have I ever honestly grabbed a girl's ass or smacked her ass or grabbed her boob when I didn't fucking know her. Yeah. I just never, whether it's how I was raised, I could be like 
pervy and funny and horseplay and show my ass, which I constantly do to everybody. Always. If I'm going to get in trouble. It's going to be because, oh, he showed his ass on set one time. Michael All exposed right. himself. But I just, I don't think like, I don't, I'm not the kind of guy that meets a girl and just goes smacks her ass. Yeah. I just, I just, I don't think of that. That's not what I think is funny. Well, but there's also like an entitlement. Obviously, yes. if somebody does that, they think they can do it. Yes. They're like, well, I get to right. do this. Really I, get, I want. Action, there's a lot of that. Right. that. That action could be offensive. I'm just saying, I personally am not sure, offended sure. by. But maybe there was some flirting. Yeah. Maybe yeah. you grab his arm. And you're yeah. cute. And you're like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh, a little tappy tap. Yeah, exactly. And there was, I mean, there's, yeah. there's different. We don't know exactly like, no. what things that happen. And so, you know, I, I'm going to say if Dustin Hoffman had a beast 80 years old, and if he had one incident and he. I don't know exactly know what he did, but do I think he's probably a terrible person? I've met him. I've worked with him. I don't know, though. I've, would, I, I haven't met him. I've only met him for, like, a little while. So I can't – I'm not in the space where I could say, oh, I – well, you're not a woman. You weren't there. You don't yeah. know what happened. I'm like, yeah, but, like, usually these guys have a history of stuff that will come out. Right. Like, yeah. you know, you're hearing about, like, Weinstein and, like, 50 women have come out. All these – you see, like – there's no discrepancy here, yeah. but there sometimes is. Yeah, there sometimes definitely. is, and you know, I think we just have to look. We this is this has happened, and it's a time in our in our lives that it's important. And you know, women aren't going to take this kind of shit, and people have to be more respectful. And yeah. we get it, and hopefully, it doesn't happen. No, and hopefully, in the Christmas spirit, people will be nicer to each other and have more respect. Yes. yes. Um, so, speaking of Christmas, mm. do the holidays at all? Let's cut all the sexual harassment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enough of that. Yeah. Um, do you get like a little schmoopier during the holidays? Like, are you like, I want to like cuddle with Smuggling. someone? Yeah, I get depressed. I feel like I want a girlfriend. So then you subscribe to the cuffing season as a real thing. What's a cuffing season? The, so it's when the holidays start that people start like locking up with people because they want someone to cuddle with over the holidays. No, I don't feel that. I don't feel like I'm just like, I mean, may, well, you I've, feel been, I've been FaceTiming someone. Really? <laughs> I met her on a dating site. I was just on one. We met. We just kind of started talking. I'm, I've told you about this. I'm weird like this, and I'm, I'm going to say it, it. I'm right about it. Some people are like, oh my God, you FaceTime? That's so weird. Why do you FaceTime? I don't know. So I don't waste my time and go out on a date with someone for three or four hours and go, oh my God, why am I here? When I could have just like after 20 texts and a week of texting gone, hey, want to FaceTime? Cool. Oh, that was really fun. We had a rapport. I, I like you. You're cute on camera too. You're not a still picture that's all beautiful. You're not all glamorized. And, and, I, look the, and I look the same. Let's go out. Now I feel like I sort of kind of know you in a way. Our friend who is a relationship expert, David Wygant, who we just interviewed, and we were just on his show uh, recently, he subscribes to that too. He's like, yeah. let's fucking face, let's call, yeah. talk about the phone, and let's FaceTime. Well, what about time? people that are like more nervous to do that? Like, for instance, I would have a harder time doing that because okay. I would be like, oh my God, do I have to like do my hair? And like, what if I you know, make weird face? You have to go on a date. date. Don't think of something really quickly to say. But or that's I'm not. the same thing as going on a date. 100%. But for whatever but, reason, I'm like, I put myself in a different mindset to go on a date. But I think it's, I, I, mean, for me, I it's think it's hard beneficial. To like, I, 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 we were texting and then texting for a week or so. And then I was like, Hey, want to FaceTime? She's like, sure. And we FaceTime. And I was like, Hey, she's actually more cute when, you know, when you can hear her talking and she's yeah. smart and, um, wow, we've got a rapport and look, she lives in New York. <laughs> so uh -huh. It's not great, but you know, 
Um, I'm going out there, but I was like, hey, you know, I'll see her when I'm out there. But it's at least we have a rapport, so we meet. It's not awkward. I agree. I, I, I did that before with someone I was dating, and I thought it was you like it? Yeah. 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 I'm totally into it. Or how about this? You start FaceTime and go, oh, this guy's yeah, kind of creepy. Exactly. And then you don't have to waste and your time you going go on a like, dumb date. It's like, is that a Jeffrey Dahmer poster behind me? <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm busy for the next lifetime. You're like, do I see some ejaculation fluid on that plant in the oh, corner of your room? Wow. Wow. Hey, we just talked about it. It would be a good way to know if they're sexually deviant. I wonder True. what's going to happen with all these people who are doing all these bad things. Well, who? do you think they're going to get coal for Christmas? I do. Wait, who, Michael, who do you think's next on the list? Please, not Tom Hanks. I can't tell you who I think is next on the list. I'm sure there's like, I'm sure there's a lot of people okay, shitting their pants. Yeah, who are you surprised by that's been outed? You're like, none of them. They're all... Well, you know... Danny, again, I, I just knew from, like, he was always nice to me. And I'd see him on a set, or he was just really quiet and reserved. And, um, and he always seemed like a good guy, but I, I, don't, I didn't know him. You know, I don't know him. Like, yeah. we're, like, good buddies. I couldn't tell you where he's from. I couldn't tell you who his mother is, who his friend is. I wouldn't consider him, like, a close friend. You know what I mean? So, but when I heard it, I'm like, oh, my God, I thought, I thought he was just, like, and I don't know what's going to happen, but it, it, it shocked me a little bit. I was like, What? Yeah, that's just it, not it just, who came off. To it us. just kind of was baffling. The rest don't seem like. I mean, Matt Lauer, I gotta tell you, I just, I mean, I'm not gonna look. I hate to, like, everybody says yeah, what a great guy he was. I just always thought he was a dick. Yeah, I don't know anyone that said he was <laughs> he a just great guy. Like such actually, a dick, you know, he got a lot of like posts kicked off the show. Like, yeah, he was like really in charge there. Yeah, he, like when he cheated on his wife with Natalie Morales, he created a situation where she couldn't even sit at the table with him. But again, how about this? If he he's not, I mean, obviously he's like said some things that have kind of made him look like he is guilty, right? I apologize. But I don't apologize if I didn't do anything wrong. Of course. Yeah. Okay. So if he's apologizing, all these things are happening. There's like well, there's too much evidence, I think, for him to too much evidence. At this point. You know, I mean, for him to be like, no, I didn't do it. That would just be silly. I don't think he's claiming he didn't. I just think he's trying to, in a roundabout way, sort of take responsibility, off some responsibility. Well, he said he's retiring. He's like, you yeah, know, going like, off you into the abyss. Yeah, you can't retire after you've been fired. It's too late. Like, and publicly humiliated. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go I'm going to get my $32 million settlement, which right. I they're fighting. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's a crazy-ass time, man. It's but, but, but FaceTime. There's a lot of creeps out there, girls and guys. Just FaceTime once and see if you get a, have a report. And if it's kind of fun, go out. Have, it's a safety I, net. You know what? I don't think it might be. I hear but what both of you are saying. I've done it and I can hear. Well, I think it's a preference. But yeah, it is a preference. But And you also like to FaceTime people. Mm, all my friends. Right. But, but mm -hmm. you generally like FaceTime. All my so. friends, my family, yeah. everybody. It's I no think, secret. Yeah. I think that it could be something that you might want to A lot of people are like, oh, dating apps. That's weird. And then you try it. And you're like, oh, maybe it's not as weird. Maybe you try it and you see. It's not a bad idea. Is all I'm yeah. Saying. I just... Well, time's very valuable, right? Yeah. Our time. It is. Everyone's time. And so when you don't have a lot of time, uh, a three or four hour date is a lot of time. It's a commitment. And it's nerve, nerves, like, how am I going to be? It's going to be weird. I, I don't like it. It's anxious. But if you just have a few texts and they seem fun, and then a little FaceTime for a few minutes just to get, and then you get things, it's better. The date's better. It could be, it could be a, a very normal and organic next step to a phone call. Before that's what I'm saying. It's like an in-betweener. Um, okay, wait. Now, now that it's Christmas, um, we really do want to ask you a couple things before we play a fun game with you. 
what is your favorite Christmas movie? If you were to FaceTime with this girl and things were to go right, what movie would you want to snuggle under a blankie with her and watch? Christmas movie. I mean, my go-to is Christmas Vacation. Are you serious, Clark? Uh, <laughs> Edward, Eddie? <laughs> no. <laughs> Somebody you serious, that? Clark? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't, don't say it. Don't say it. It's um, Chevy Chase goes, hey, kids. Yeah. I was watching the news, and they said they spotted Santa and some reindeer. And then everybody, the kids are all excited. And then Randy Quay goes, you serious, Clark? Yeah. And, 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 and Chevy goes, yeah. Like, yeah. he's just so yeah. embarrassed by it. I love that movie. It's I just, love that movie. You know movie. what it is? Because there's, a, there's a, a scene where Chevy's up in the attic and he's watching the old movies. And I get teary-eyed. You do? He's seen all his family when they were younger and, and all the cries. shit. And he cries. And it's like, yeah, I just love that movie. It's got tons of heart. It's ridiculously funny. It's so funny. I love it. Christmas Story's always a go-to. Ugh, love you a know. Christmas Story. I can't Miracle on 34th Street's been a while, but that's a great That movie. is a great one. Yeah. Um, I was in the it's a Wonderful Life. Elf. Elf. Oh, Elf. Elf. When he burps really loud. Where are you going, buddy? Oh, hey, Mr. Norwal. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you find your dad, buddy. Hope you find your dad, buddy. Thanks, Mr. Norwell. Why don't they make Elf too? I guess. I don't know. What do you do? No, why? No, he wants to have a child. He did have a child, but like that. He runs away from home and goes to New York like his dad, or goes somewhere else. Maybe goes to Los Angeles. Oh my God, it's so good. Or Europe, because they always go from the United States to Europe. Yeah, oh, that's true. Because then came European vacation. Okay, so now that you know, you just recited a whole bunch of lines, which we knew you were gonna do. Yeah, yeah. We are now, and you are also the lead singer of a shit sandwich. Actually, the band is called the Sandwich now. Why did you get rid of shit? We took out the shit. Why? Because you know, like 20 years ago, my friend. Tom and I were just like on ecstasy or something. I don't, I don't do it anymore. But you know, we tried it and we're playing music till our fingers bled. Was the summer of '69? Or '89? Anyway, and we're like, "What's our band name?" And we're like, "Shit Sandwich." And then now we started this little band, garage band, with my friends who nobody really played. And we couldn't go a shit sandwich. So we went as the sandwich. We toured in Germany, and we just have a great time. Okay, well, I like shit sandwich, but we'll Thank call you. it the sandwich. Thank you. And you are the lead singer, and you have a great voice. So to add that to the list of <laughs> producer, actor, podcaster, and lead singer of a band, we are feeling like Christmas carols are in order today. Yeah. So I don't know any of the words. For oh, then you're gonna fail this game, but we're playing it anyway. But I really don't know any of them. I'm, well, I'm we'll give you a couple. Okay. You're gonna, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to give you a, a lyric and we're going to sound like you No, listen. You either have to finish the lyric if it's a real song lyric we gave you and if it's a fake lyric, like sometimes women fake orgasms, yeah. you can say faked it. Because we're okay. pretty sure you know what it is. Okay, thank yeah. you. Let's do it. Okay, all right. And this is our oh, game called Oh so Rosenbaum, Oh Rosenbaum. Okay. okay. Did you hear, do you like that? Do you get it? Oh Rosenbaum, Oh, oh Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum. Oh, Rosen. No, no, wrong song. Do you remember uh, <laughs> Christmas Tree? Yeah. Right, but do you remember in Ernest Saves, Ernest Saves Christmas? Uh, it's been a very long time since I've seen that Christmas movie. Tree. Oh, I love that movie. Air Breaks. <laughs> I forgot about him. Oh, Ernest. He had a couple good ones. Then. Ernest that was URL. it. He reminds me of Polly Shore. And Gomer Pyle, kind of. Yeah, just like there and then gone. Yeah, well, he's still around Polly Shore. Still I know, but like... I used to run into him when I first moved to L.A., Bye. like, in different weird places. Yeah. Like, he was always at the Virgin Bye. Music Store. Yeah, <laughs> when he did the weasel. Anyway, okay, okay so, so the first one. Say, what's in this drink? Okay. Well, you have to finish the lyric or tell us that it's not a real lyric. 
Say what's in this drink? Mm -hmm. It's not a real lyric. Yes, it is. Sure is. From what? Say what's in this drink? No cabs to be had out there. Baby, it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold outside. You're yeah, right. Michael. Michael. Why do I know that? All right. we do. Okay, fine. Um, real real Christmas fans. All right. Okay, so I won't make a list and send it to the North Pole for St. Nick. I won't even stay awake to. Say, say it again. <laughs> Do you want me to sing, sing it? it? Yeah. No, let me get to the way. I'll, I'll sing it and give you Help a Help me. I won't make a list and send it to the North Pole for St. Nick. I won't even stay awake to. Lick his dick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> First of all, you just, made, song. you just made me sing. And no, it's hear those magic reindeer click. Oh, all I want for Christmas is you. Right, Carrie. Oh, it's only the best Christmas She's song. The worst, you oh, are, please. You She's are the worst at this game. She's terrible. Okay, here's the next one. Trimming. They're gonna be next on the call. Why the two? Yeah, list. do you think a woman's gonna come out as like sexually harassing people? Every Mariah Carey, for sure. Or Minaj. Well, I think her ass probably just offends most people, so she's harassing she's anybody so that looks. Mean. You guys. Um. Anyway, trimming the tree. It's so pretty and bright. Getting ready for Christmas night. Well, that sounds like you're just saying the lyrics. There's um, more. I don't know. Do you have is to decide it? if it's is a real song, song, a fake song, fake or what song? the rest of the song is? I'm going to say it's fake. It is. It's fake. You're yes. Right. Finally. Did you like that, though? Right. Yeah, we were good at making That was really good. Though. That was really okay, good. Okay, you have to know this one. Um, uh, no crocodiles or rhinoceroses. I only like hippopotamuses. On Christmas. Michael, how do you not know? <laughs> I don't know a Christmas song. I'm a Jew. Oh, now you're doing. Now I'm a Jew. I never listen to the lyrics. Well, then we're why gonna take you, back your presents. Why don't you give? Why don't you give ones like Last Christmas I gave you my heart. The very next day. Gave it away. You don't even know that one. That's a really great song. Okay, fine. Okay, we've got one more. Okay. Yep. Um, with a tail as big as a kite, with a tail as big as a kite. That's not real. That is real. <laughs> I knew he wouldn't know it. It's the end of the, um, uh, do you see what? I see. A, a star, a star. Why do you know all these Christmas uh, where, What she is of the religion, so. Do you um, know? Do yes, you know? I do. I also know them. Why um, do you know Because I love Christmas. I, I am also I like, sitting here wearing an elf shirt. I don't, the audience cannot see me, but I freaking love Christmas. But I like, I like. Michael, I just thought you would know lyrics because you, you have a tree. I, you're a singer. Hang on, but like Christmas lyrics I never listen to. It's just like the, the, it's just like, oh, that makes me happy, but I don't even know what to oh, say. Oh, I have, oh. But like, the 103.5, the Christmas station from November 29th uh, through. January oh, 1st. I've seen this song. Yeah. Da da da, you're listening. What in the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland. Boom. Jingle bells, jingle bells, oh, jingle, jingle bells. Michael, come on. Don't insult oh, that me. That one's easy. I know that one. Clearly. Um, I want to tell people that when you hear Santa Baby, which is also on here, Santa you need Baby. to know, she says, there's one thing I really need, do need. The deed, and no one know what, knows what she says. Sex. It's to a platinum mine. She wants the deed to a platinum mine. 
so she can she get all the platinum, the like a gold mine. Right. And nobody knows what she's doing. I thought she meant do the deed. No, so. I thought she wanted a house. No. I thought she wanted Santa to do the but deed. But nobody understands the like the 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 cadence of the words in that part of the song are hard to understand, and so no one understands what she's saying. So I'm just going to tell you all now where we were talking about lyrics. That well, thank it. God we know that now. Now we Phew. know that. Well, Michael, Michael, thank you for playing, even though you sucked hard at that game. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you can't be good at everything. Forty-five-year-old so. guys, you know the worst of the Christmas songs. Uh, the fucking guy that's got a giant Christmas tree in the middle of his house, a blue sweater on his chair, Santa hats, Christmas lights. Yeah, I feel like you're gonna have a blue Christmas now. Yeah. Thank you, Elvis. That was great. Yeah. Um, well, so New Year's is around the corner. Do you have any resolutions before we go? Yeah. What? Um, I'm honestly, I'm, are you all right? Mm -hmm. Your hearts? No, just, you know. You know, I honestly, like, this is like, I think my New Year's resolution, I'm going to stop this. I'm going to stop this. I'm going to stop this. You can also do more of something or no, try something different. No, I am honestly, you know what my resolution is? To do fucking less. Not try as hard, just to live, to enjoy, to not be too stressed not do anything I don't want to do. Just try to hang with people I want to hang. Have alone time. Mm. Be healthy. Like take care of myself. Yeah. And just look out for me. You know, I always look out for all my friends and my family. But, you know, I, I think my New Year's resolution is, hey, you know what? Look out for yourself this year. Good job. I think that's a great one. Thanks. I like that. Lauren? I'm going to steal some of that. Well, do it. We take can also. yourself, Lauren. You know what? You're only living once. We're all, we're all going to the same. MFA. Life is short. So, I don't and know. don't see um, downsizing. I've seen it already. What a piece of shit. I is. will definitely not it's, see that. It's, it's so offensive and long, and you feel like Dude. you have left your brain that, and like you are floating around somewhere oh in gosh. outer space because it cannot possibly be a real movie. They could have given all that money to like the charity. Yeah. They just, I mean, who says, yeah, that movie goes in a direction that no one cares about? It's, it's like two different movies. Oh, it sucked saw a preview for the movie and thought, this looks so awful, I must be missing something. It looked great to me, the and preview. Must be, and it must be way better than it looks. And now I know that it's untrue. Three billboards is all right. It's okay, it's not great. Did you see good. The Shape of Water? No. It's fantastic. Okay, I'll see that. It's beautiful, weird, I, I amazing. I want to see I, Tanya. The Tanya Harding story. I want to see that too. Margot Robbie. I, oh, yeah. Dude, I'm it looks, she looks brilliant in it. It looks like... like a Pulp Fiction-esque style of filming. It looks great. It's the whole Tanya I Harding. I was so obsessed during oh. that whole thing. And I, I asked her, Lipinski, in the podcast, Mary Fuck Kill, Tanya Harding, well, Nancy Kerrigan, and uh, uh, Michelle Kwan. And? I think she wanted to marry Michelle Kwan. Yeah, I don't blame her. Kill Harding and... and uh, so, well, we're gonna... We have that very same question for you, actually. Okay. So we're gonna round our show out with that. Uh, all right. Still. Fuck, Mary Kill. Kristen Krupp. Is that how you say her last name? Uh, yeah, she's small. On okay, small right. Oh, okay. Uh, Mercea Monroe. Oh, this isn't fair. These are people. And I Rebecca Gayhart. Okay, this is hard, though, because I, they're all nice girls. You get what you get and you don't get upset. Okay, here's the deal. Yeah. The only reason it's been a long time since I've worked with Rebecca, I haven't talked to her, I think, since 98 when we did Urban Legend. So I could say kill her because only because I haven't seen her in so long, I don't feel bad about it. And she her. died in that window, so it's like she's almost dead. Rebecca, right. I love you. And if you're listening, it's complicated with these two lovely gals. I don't really want to kill you, but for this game's sake, I got to say I'd kill you because the other two people I worked with for a long period of time, uh, I'd say Mercea Monroe, I'd F. Yes, I, I love you, Mercea. You're beautiful inside out. Um, 
and, and I'd marry Kristen. Yeah, yeah, I always loved Kristen. She's just a sweetheart. And we became good friends after Smallville. She'd come into town, we'd have dinner. And I always thought there was a chance, but. What know, happened? I don't think she just, I just think, she, you know, she liked me, you know, as a friend. I was like, all right. Because, you know, we had chemistry on set. We like, you know, if we, yeah. if we had to do a kissing scene. It was great. It was fun. It was like, I don't know. We just grew on each other. She was a, she's classy. Would you date girl. somebody you work with? Yeah, I mean, not normally. Like, on the last thing, I just, you know, we were all, all very cool with each other. But, you know, um, I try not to shit. It's hard because on the last thing, I was an executive producer on the thing. And I was like, I'm not dating anybody. I'm not going any, out with anybody on the set. Because it's just not a good... You had too many hats in that situation. Yeah, too, well, it's also not the right thing to do. You can't date someone. But you can't. Just, the heart well, wants what it wants, Michael. Yeah, it does. Except then it gets Then wait till it gets, it gets the show. The show's over. Right, actually. Which wasn't too long after. Or, you know, it just didn't take long. Yeah, but right. Wait till it's over. Last December. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Last December, I had a show. <laughs> now I don't. Jen thinks it's hysterical. <laughs> you bitch, stop <laughs> laughing. I'll get a show that's bad. But isn't it great that, that I had faith that you were clearly still on TV somewhere? <laughs> I was like, yes, well, you know, I got a movie coming out. And the Neighbor. Coming out this Christmas. Okay. Oh, what's that about? Out now. I think I talked to you about it a while, but the Tell us again. Of it, and now it's out. Yeah, where can people look? Uh, Bill Fickner and me um, is kind of a, this weird neighbor that moves in. He's had a midlife crisis and shit goes bad. Shit goes down. Okay, so where can people um, watch that? Uh, look on uh, Apple TV and Netflix, but it's going to be in selected theaters first. Okay, and then um, they can listen to your podcast. My where? podcast is every Tuesday. It's free. It's on. You can listen to it on iTunes. It's called Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Please subscribe, guys. I really appreciate it. And you can watch it right now on YouTube, um, all the episodes. So you can watch all these fun episodes. So you film them, too. We film them for now. We'll probably stop after Christmas and just do like you guys do, which is just recording. Uh, no, we do film, too. What do you mean? Because you've come into our studio. And been on camera. on camera. Well, not right. now. But not now. Right. This was a special on. episode because it's our holiday Christmas special. Right. Coming to you. So what do you think? So you didn't want me to be seen? Is that, yeah. Yeah. It's a bad I thought idea? we would give you some privacy on this, this whole Well, that's day. what you want for like the next year is more alone time. So we figured we you know. could be alone well, in your house wrong. with us. I don't, I don't mean alone time. I just, you know. Um, Quality time. No, I just don't want to always feel like I have to be doing something. You ever have the pressure guys in life where you're just like, oh, Mary's having people over her house. And then Wednesday, there's a dinner with the girls. And then Thursday, I have all these things. <laughs> and before you know it, you're like, you want to blow your head off. Yeah, because you're overextending yourself, you're tired, is, you don't actually want to be anywhere. Here's what you do, Jenna. What? This is what you do in the media. Two things a week. You'll go to two things a week, and you'll choose those things. That's what I do. And that's it, and the rest of that week is for you. And that's what you I start, do. And if you start FaceTiming people, you'll have less things to choose from. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, totally. I think maybe I'll try it. What do I do in the new year? Yeah. Well, you know, I'd say keep doing what you're doing. You got a good relationship going. Um, I'd say just like if you like with everybody, it's like if you're really enjoying what you're doing, if something's missing in your life, really try to find that thing. If you're having fun, you feel somewhat fulfilled, like, hey, I have a pretty good life, I'm happy, then try not to change too much. Because I read somewhere there's a thing called cortisol in your system, and that's a stress level. And if things get out of whack, you're, you're, you know, you just get really stressed and things happen and uh, externally, you know, start to like externalize things, you can get sick, you do all these things. So too much stress isn't good, too many hobbies, too changing professions, all these things. So, and this is true, this is science. I'm saying 
if you're happy with what you're doing, keep doing it. Don't change too much. Yeah. Try to be adventurous every once in a while. And, it up a and little don't bit. grab anyone's yeah. ass. And don't grab right. anyone's ass. Be classy, guys. That's it. Don't whip it out. <laughs> don't. Uh, Unless someone asks. Unless, you know, no. Not even that. What? Well, what if they said I didn't ask him? You just whipped it out. But what if you want? If you're out? dating or that you're close friends, <laughs> my friends come to the house. In fact, I was on that Christmas tree on the ladder, putting that big star up, right? That you see up there that's crooked. Yeah, you gotta right? fix that. I have to fix it. The whole tree is fucking crooked. But anyway, they're up there, and I'm up there, and my and my friend Tommy comes over and he pulls down my pants, so my whole ass is showing. Well, you like that though? I don't care. It's my friends. They can all see my ass. If you're in my house, yeah. you can see my ass. Well, I also feel like you kind of posted on Instagram where you did I, it. I just point. don't care. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's just fun. You know, I go to hot springs. I'm, you know, there's a difference. I like, I don't mind. I like yeah, my body. It's fine. Be happy with your body. Yeah. Just don't whip your hard, erect penis in front of someone you don't know. <laughs> Start jerking it off. <laughs> boundaries, people. Boundaries, people. That's where you draw the line. It's very simple. Boundaries. Yeah. It is very simple. Christmas boundaries. Well, this was a gift. Yes. Gift, gift, you're gift the gift that keeps on giving. Remember that? In Christmas vacation, it's yeah. the jelly of the month club. Yeah, Clark, it's a gift that keeps on giving. I just wanted that bonus. And he goes, that it is, Edward. That it is. I love Chevy Chase. I have a secret favorite, crush on Favorite him. of all time. It's not That guy, if he came, if someone came out with sexual allegations against him, I would die. Well. I hope that doesn't happen. He could sexually harass me all he wanted. Chevy? He's a little old now. Yeah, but he was attractive when he was in the heyday. Okay, but he's now old. Chevy was hot. Hot and tall and that. And yeah, and Flesh he had that kid. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, Chevy, you could be my stuff and stuff. All right. Or you could stuff my stuff. Better. That's better. On okay. that note. And Michael, where can everyone follow you on all the socials? Uh, I'm at the Michael Rosenbaum on Instagram. I'd love if you followed me. And uh, Twitter, it's mrosenbaum711. I'm on Facebook. I have a fan thing. And so I, and I and I look at comments and I respond to them. And so go to his go to his website and you can see what oh, yeah. he's up to also. The Michael Rosenbaum uh, website. Dot com. Uh, dot com. <laughs> com. And, and listen to inside of you, Michael Rosenbaum. I think you'll really dig it, guys. All right. Who's on next? I think what people are starting to say is that, you know, even if I don't know a guest, I just want to kind of hear where it goes. Yeah. Well, yeah, because there's something to learn from it. Who's next? Uh, Luke Robitaille, who's the King's president, was one of the biggest scores in the NHL. Believe it or not, it's a really interesting story about but next week, Irv, quiet, please. Mm -hmm. Next week is, who's next week? It's either Michael Rooker, Guardians of the Galaxy, Walking Dead. Oh, wow. Henry Porsche of a serial killer. I think it's him. But I'm interviewing Zach Levi and Seth Green in a couple weeks. Wow. Krista Allen and. We interviewed Seth Green, and he is a fun interview. And Krista Allen. And Krista Allen. How are they? Great. Great. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, they're fun people. They're fun people. So, Lauren. Yes. Where can, can people follow you? You can follow me on all the socials at Lauren Leonelli. And you can follow me at Jennifer Golden on all the social media platforms as well. And you can follow us at Complicated Show. That's right, guys. And then don't forget to tune in next week to our very, very special show where it's just us. And we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions and fun things like that. Mm -hmm. We're going to lock it down. We're going to decide what we're going to do, not do. Maybe some more time for ourselves. Maybe some FaceTime. Mm -hmm. Maybe some FaceTime. Should I shave my beard? No. no. Your beard Seriously, is great. It's too long and crazy. I like I it. Like beard. It looks distinguished. I'm into it. It looks manly. All right, guys. Thank you, Michael. And Merry Christmas Thanks to all y'all out there. And we will see you next week. Love, Love you a long, long time. time. <laughs> I was going to say last Christmas. Is yeah. that what you say? Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. yeah. None of it recorded.